Hey, warrior. If you're enjoying everything you're hearing on this podcast, imagine meeting with me every week. Women across the country are joining the Warrior Women Mastermind, a 12-week experience in a small curated group of women hand-selected just for you. Whether you're feeling stuck, afraid to use your voice, not making the money you want, or just feeling uh, meh, come join us. The Warrior Women Mastermind is the boost you need. Connection, accountability, and women you'll love. Schedule your call with me to learn more. The link is in the show notes, or you can go to lizswadek.com. Women aren't born warriors. We become them. And the road to becoming a warrior is bumpy as hell. Each week, I'm interviewing women who, through tragedy and triumph, are leaping for greatness. Get ready to unleash your inner warrior. I'm Liz Swadek, and this is Conversations with Warrior Women. Hello, warriors. Today, we are going deep diving into astrology. Astrology is getting quite the reinvention these days. People are using it as a blueprint, a guiding force into their lives and business. Your natal chart And where your planets are now gives you a fascinating view into what could be considered a midlife crisis. My guest today will let you know it's not a midlife crisis, it's a spiritual awakening. Do you want to illuminate your blind spots? Become more self-aware? Learning how the cosmos is activating certain areas of your life may be the key. Well, Warriors, as always, I'm grateful for you listening and coming back week after week. So let's get into it. All right. Carrie Murray is back with the Bra Network. Carrie, I heard you have some news for us. Last time you came on and you talked about the Bra Network. This time you're expanding? What's going on? Huge, exciting news. We're growing. We're getting bigger. We have new members coming in from all over the country. So now we're getting back to having in-person events and They're coming to a city near you. We've got them in Houston, Austin, Boston, Portland, Ventura, Orange County, San Diego. We're coming for you. Oh my God, that's so exciting. So you can live anywhere. I love this. So Carrie, what do you think it is about Bra Network that makes it so special? Well, why don't I ask you? You've been a huge cheerleader for me, a huge champion for the women of this network. What do you like about Bra Network? Oh my gosh, Carrie. Well, if I mean, put me on the spot, why don't you? But I will say that I love the collaborative nature of everything Bra stands for. Whether we're hiring each other, whether we're going to events together, we're referring clients to each other. It's just a good feeling to collaborate and be in the space with some dynamic women. We can learn about money. We can learn about business. We can learn about LinkedIn, but we also can learn about spirituality or we can learn about self-care. So you really have something for everyone. I think it's really one of the best networking groups out there, which is why you know I'm your biggest fan. Why, thank you. (laughs) So everybody needs to join the Bra Network. Join now because the prices are increasing and it's coming to a city near you. So let's go. Warrior 2. Where do they go, Carrie? How do they join? Good question. Bra-network.com and use that code Warrior 2 for 20% off. All right, everybody, today on the podcast, it's Barbara Alexander. Barbara is an intuitive and spiritual coach, a mentor, and astrologer who believes that personal growth is an evolutionary journey to becoming the highest version of ourselves. And in order to reach that limitless potential and personal and professional success, she sees how astrology can help us tune into our soul's purpose 
tap into the gifts we were born with, and become in alignment with who we are truly at our core. Astrology also helps us better understand why we go through challenges during certain phases of our lives, which we're going to talk about today, Barbara. I can't wait. And to better navigate our way through them, which is a part of our growth journey. So while helping her clients understand their astrological soul blueprint, she also mentors and coaches them to courageously embody the fullest, most authentic expression of themselves. In doing so, they become aligned to their true purpose and achieve holistic success on their own terms. Welcome to the show, Barbara. Thank you. Thank you, Liz. I um, I truly appreciate it. I'm so excited to be here with you. So Barbara and I know each other because we certified as coaches together under our, our mentor coach, Tracy Lett. And we went through this kind of practitionership together, which it was like we, it was like, not, I wouldn't say it was like the Titanic because that sounds horrible, but I felt like we were like clinging to each other, learning <laughs> these things. You know, we were like going up and de- crying. You know, we've been through it. We've been in the trenches together, Barbara. So I'm excited to come and have this kind of be a full circle moment and yes. talking about what you're doing now. So let's let's kind of back up a little bit though. I want to know how, because I know you have not been into astrology forever. Maybe you were passionate yeah. about it for a while, but so how did this come about that you have literally turned this into a business? <laughs> oh my gosh. So it was the year of 2020. We all, we all remember that, that famous, that famous fabulous, year. Fabulous year. Yeah. And it was, it was the same year that I was going through my magic as a client. I was also going through mediation in a divorce. So here we were in lockdown during during COVID, and I was going through this this divorce, and I was introduced to an astrologer, somebody else in our mind magic community. I said, you know, I've never had a reading before. I had a reading, and oh my gosh, she pinpointed exactly what was going on in my life. You know, one of the first things she said to me was, how is your marriage? <laughs> and you're like, why are you asking me that? And I was so fascinated with it. I mean, everything that she said in my chart resonated with me as far as who I was, because I was just learning the whole mind magic framework as a client, right? And applying it. But I had been through coach certification in 2015. So I was trying to find myself as a coach. And who ideally I wanted to serve and how I wanted to work with primarily women to help them with transformation. So when I realized how much astrology was talking to me and who I was, it was like, okay, I want to learn more. I want to learn more. And so I would book a reading every 90 days because now I was learning more about myself and my chart. And there's so much to it. We can spend three hours I frankly was talking about that, which I know we don't have three hours, but it was every 90 days we would go through what was happening out in the cosmos and how it was activating certain areas of my chart. And that's really what drew me to it. So it was learning more about my different placements in my chart and how I could better leverage the gifts and talents that I have. It also illuminated Some of my blind spots, quite frankly, because there are things that you can see in your birth chart that were like, oh, wow, like now I know why I do these things and you become more self-aware. So it was through learning about my own chart and how the cosmos were activating these different areas that I 
actually took it up as a, as a business. I was certifying in it. So I wanted to learn it and I wanted to learn it. And so I was really navigating my way through how do I want to incorporate astrology into my work? And like, this has been a natural evolution, quite honestly, over the last you know, two to three years since, yeah. since since I started it. Yeah. Yeah. And what's so fascinating about that is that coaching is all about finding people's blind spots, right? Like we can't always see ourselves. And it's such a natural connection if you think about it, because astrology and our charts are like a fingerprint, right? They're all really, really different. And so you're not only finding someone's blind spots and coaching them, but you're using something that is unique to them you know, to their makeup that you can point to that would make sense to them as to why maybe something in their life was happening in a certain way. Barbara's on my chart, of course. Listen, I don't have anybody on this podcast. If, if, if there's someone on this podcast, I have used their things. I have hired them. That's why they're here. So I I hired Barbara. I got a, like a whole chart uh, done with her and she did like a reading and she told me in my chart, I was on my way to Italy. And she said, okay, don't be worried about this. <laughs> But, and I was like, oh, great. Now I'm going to worry about it, whatever it is. You're going to have some like money issues. It's going to work out, but you're going to have like some like kind of funny, like money things happen while you're away. And you are exactly <laughs> right. We had, for some reason, we had like a, like a tax payment due and we had already paid it. And it was a pretty big payment and we paid it. They took it out again. They made a mistake and took another tax payment and we were like, we already paid this. And it was like a whole thing we had to kind of unring or figure out. We ended up just being like, fine, keep it for the, for the next one. But like, it was a weird money thing that, that like we did not expect, right? Like all of a sudden this money just disappeared while we're over here trying to spend money in Italy. The money just like zips out of our account. We were like, oh, damn, you know, like we could not believe it. But that was really wild because I would have never expected that. And it never has happened before. And you had mentioned it and you were like, it's going to be okay, but it's going to happen. And so it was really funny when that happened. I said, Barbara said it was going to happen. <laughs> Barbara said. So tell me like, what does it look like practically? And we can even look at my chart. You can, you can, I don't know, you, whatever you want to do, yeah. but what does it look like practically when you're coaching somebody? Do they come to you and say, I'm in the thick of it, Barbara, like, what do I do? Or what does my chart say? Or how do they, how do the, how do people kind of work with you? It usually starts with, I don't know what's going on. Like I've been going through a really rough time and it sort of happened out of the blue. And so I can look at somebody's chart and I can see based on where the planets are interacting with their natal chart, as well as where they're interacting out, I say outside of the chart, which is really as they're moving around now. So when we're born, planets are in a certain area, like look at your birth chart as your blueprint, like you said, your blueprint, and they never move. That's your unique blueprint that never changes. And then when, but the planets are still moving around, right? They're still, they're still traveling through the solar system. And so where they are while they're traveling in relationship to where they are in your chart tells that story. Like the one I told you about the money. I think there was like Venus was transiting over your fifth house and was making a connection with another planet or something like that. So I can typically see, as a matter of fact, somebody in our mind magic community posted something today and I've done her chart before and I looked it up and I private messaged her and I said, okay, here's what's going on. And it was an exact description of what was going on. 
So, so it's, I don't know, it could be, I don't know what's going on. Can you help me? And I can see it in their chart. I can see either something that's embedded in their chart from, this is a, this is a challenge you've probably been working with all your life, you know, or it may be a moment in time, like one of these, what I call life cycle transits, like, okay, for the next year or two, you're going to have to navigate your way through some muckety muck in this area of your life. And that's really how I got started. Not My astrologer was an astrologer. And so what she helped me understand, which then now I've translated into my business is, okay, you're going to go through this really rocky, I would know ahead of time, you're going to go through this really rocky period of time, but know that once this passes, this is what you can see at the other end. So it gives people hope and it gives them optimism and it knows that things will get better. And then I coach them on how to work with the energy. So you can actually, you know, decide how you want to respond to some of these difficulties and these challenges versus being blindsided by them. That's amazing. Well, tell me, so, so when people come to see you, I can imagine somebody's like, I'm having a midlife crisis. What do you say to somebody who's like, <laughs> I'm having a midlife crisis, Barbara? <laughs> what yes, do I do? Okay. So I look, I, I say, you're not having a midlife crisis. You're going through a spiritual awakening. Ooh. Okay. So then, then that probably actually makes them like that piques their interest, right? You're not going through a midlife crisis. You're going through a spiritual awakening. Right? Exactly. And then, and then I look at, so it depends on your age and it depends on what planets are interacting with each other. I, I can tell you when I had my first midlife crisis, let's call it spiritual awakening, it was Uranus, the planet of Uranus was transiting and it was in direct opposition to my natal Uranus. And that's called a Uranus opposition. That's about the time that I decided I wanted to leave corporate. So that planet moves very, very slowly. So it's like a slow, very painful <laughs> kind of um, energy. Slow and painful. <laughs> and so it's like you, it, it's, it, the universe has a very clever way of jolting you. And that Uranus planet is one of them. It's like, okay, Barbara, like you're not meant to stay here. You're meant to do more. You're meant to be more. You're meant to make more of an impact. And that's what I was really feeling inside. But I was so connected to the paycheck. I was so connected to the person that I always knew myself to be, right? You go to college, you get a good job. I, at 22, I was working for IBM. I was making great money at my age compared to my friends. So I, I did that traditional work through the corporate ladder at the corner of office in Manhattan, had, you know, a beautiful life, but I did not feel fulfilled. And so this was that the beginning of that awakening, that, that shake from the universe to say, you're meant to do more. And so unraveled myself, I'll call it unraveled myself from my corporate handcuffs over a period of about a year. It took me a little bit of time, but but I did it. So that was kind of my first jolt with my quote unquote spiritual awakening. My Chiron return, which is your you've got that going on there, girlfriend. Now. Oh yeah, no, I want to ask I want to ask you about my chart because we did yeah, have an so, initial reading, but I want to know a little more. Yeah. So my Chiron return came, it depends on where in your chart it is. Mine came at around at around 50. 
Okay. And it activates the core wound that you've come into this lifetime with. Now, if you believe in past lifetimes, that's something to, to resonate with if you feel that way. Or it's a, it's a wound that you've developed since childhood. At around 50, when Chiron is transiting and it comes back to around the same place where it was at the time of your birth, those core wounds come up to the surface. So I actually did a podcast last week with Vaughn and she was like, Barbara, like something's been going on. And, and I said, yes, Vaughn, you're, you know, approaching your Chiron return. And we, and so I gave her some meaning behind it and she's like, oh my gosh, you're absolutely right. So that's like another, what I call a life cycle transit, which some people feel is midlife crisis, right? And so when you think of the traditional midlife crisis, people look to external things and material things to satisfy them, right? But really what's happening is you're starting to get the call to find that internal fulfillment within yourself. And that's really what I help coach people through. It's like, okay, you have this going on. And, you know, what area of your life are you not feeling fulfilled? It could be career, it could be marriage, it could be whatever. So it it, it so varies depending on who's coming to me at what time and for what. All right. So look at my chart. What do you think, Barbara? Tell me what do you what what's going on? Or do you want me to tell you something or you're going to tell me something? You know, I just saw this lineup of planets right now that are moving around your fourth house of home and family in the sign of Aries. And so you are an Aries, right? Your sun sign yes. is an Aries. Yes. And we're not we're not in Aries season yet. We're in we're in Pisces season. So um, on your birthday, on April 14th, you will have a solar return. But right now, you have Chiron. Chiron passed its um, where it was natally, so you probably experienced more intensity around that that wound, like a few years ago. It's still lingering, but you probably experienced the int- intensity of that when it first started to come into into the sign of Aries. And it is around home and family. So there may be wounds that sort of were like foundational things or or, or it's personal to whoever, right? Right. Um, we have the moon is right now in Aries. We just had a, a new moon in Pisces, but now the moon travels very fast. Um, you have Venus in Aries. You have Jupiter in Aries. We love Jupiter. Jupiter brings about luck, abundance, optimism. So when Jupiter hits the point where it meets up with your sun, which is um, going to be, um, I don't have the exact date. It's going to be, you're at the 23rd degree. It's probably going to be later, later in the month. You're going to feel really vibrant and really happy and really optimistic because that Jupiter planet brings that kind of energy to whatever planet is in that house, in that house. So it'll probably be around home and family because that's the, that's the point in your chart that it's activating. So I don't know if you have plans to go anywhere. I don't know if you have plans. I do, Barbara. I have plans to go to London and Paris with my family and we leave towards the end of the month. There you go. There you go. So yeah, it's all about home and family for you. This it looks like this month with Jupiter, Jupiter transiting 
through through there. And we have a solar eclipse happening on April 20th. Oh. So eclipse and it's in Aries and it's close to your sun. So I would say it's significant for you. Solar eclipses are about external changes. So there could be some changes in your environment, in your home, family environment, down the road. Like eclipses are usually, I call them new moons or full moons on steroids. Oh, so it's like they're very powerful moon cycles that bring about changes. Solar eclipses bring about external changes within several months. Like you can see those changes happening within like three to four, up to six months. Lunar eclipses are more internal changes that are like shifts in beliefs or, um, uh, you know, those internal cycles and patterns that we're trying to break. But it looks like this will be a a, a significant eclipse for you. And I would, again, say around your fourth house of of home and family. So some, some things might be and good stuff, all like shifting things in a, in a good But what's way. an example of an external? What do you mean by external? I don't know. Could you be, uh, so if home and family, are you expanding in your home? Are you moving? Are you hmm. um, adding to your home? Are you growing your family? Are you spending, obviously spending more time with your family? So it could be things you don't see right now, quite yeah, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about adding on. So maybe that's, who knows? Who knows? Maybe that's part of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So so what else can you tell me about astrology? Because to me, it's like, you know, I think now people are coming around to the realization that astrology is like a real thing. I think people used to be like, this is really whoa, whoa. And I don't believe this. But a lot of my friends really do like want to know, like they want to know what their natal chart looks like. They want to know what it means. They, mm-hmm. you know, they're curious about kind of certain things that are happening. Like you were saying before, like, I feel like it's come much more into the forefront of, of a, of a kind of a more tangible thing than ever before. Is that what you're mm-hmm. seeing too? Like people are starting to rely on it more than you thought. Yeah, yes. Yes, absolutely. So there's, there's really two, two ways to look at it. One is really understanding your natal chart a lot more closely. So that, like we spoke about, so what, where, where are your blind spots? Where are your strengths? Where are your gifts? Like I have a lot of clients that are coaches and they're sort of thinking about, okay, well, I I don't really know if this is what I want to continue to do. I can help them look at their chart and help them find their niche, so to speak. So based on some things that I see in their chart, working with women, working in this leadership, working in spirituality, they, they may make a shift. I can help them understand who their ideal clients are and who is more attracted to them. So there's things that are in their chart. You can look at somebody's chart and see their propensity to attract wealth and their sort of their challenges in attracting wealth. So are they more naturally inclined and what's stopping them or the things there that they really need to overcome? So there's that aspect of it. There's, there's, nuggets and nuggets and nuggets of of information within the chart. And then there's what we've been talking about is from a a forecasting standpoint and we call it predictive. And so, okay, when would be the good, the best time to do something? When might I expect money to come in? When is a good time to go on vacation? I'm looking to go back to school, things like that. So there could be some 
what are the best times to do these things? And also, when are the best times to actually do nothing? <laughs> because, and I say do nothing. So it's, it's, there are times when you need to push on the gas pedal and there are times when you need to pull back. And, you know, one area that is, is an easy one is retrogrades, right? So when like a Mercury retrograde or Venus is going to be in retrograde in the summer, retrogrades are a great time to review and think like more like reflect and review as opposed to take any action. And not all retrogrades will affect people in the same way. So I look at social media and I see some things that are posted and I'm like, eh, no, because like you have to look at somebody's chart to know if well, that's people also think Barbara, that a retrograde is like fucking terrible. Like, oh, gosh. like, it, it, I mean, and, and is it really that terrible? Like, it seems to me that it's kind of gotten like a really bad rap, like Mercury and retrograde, like everyone's blaming it. Like I got in a car accident, Mercury and retrograde, you know, like everything is like, and I've done it too. Like I just blame everything on it. Right. But right. really what you're saying is it is a time to like be more introspective to kind of pull back yes. and be like, let me just assess like what's going on. Let me kind of review and look into like, where have I been? Where am I going? Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. And and even to refine that even more in what area of your life during what period of time. So I'll give you an example. We're going to have a re Venus retrograde in the summer. So Venus is going to be transiting through the sign of Leo for a very long time. Well, an unusually long time. Venus usually travels through a sign in six weeks. She's in and she's out. She's going to be in Leo from the beginning of June until the beginning of September. But for about six weeks, six to, six to eight weeks, she's going to be in retrograde, moving backward. So that's a time to review and reflect the overall theme because of the Venus quality is relationships and money. But depending on where Venus is going to be transiting, in like where it's going to be transiting around your chart and any other intersections I'll use for a better word or activations within your chart, it tells a bigger story. So I'll give you an example with mine. Um, and then I'll look at yours for a second. So for me, Venus is going to be transiting in my 10th house of career. So it's a good time as she's moving forward, right? It's a good time that probably going to be a prosperous time for me in my career. But when she's going retrograde, I might want to look at, okay, are there other more efficient ways to make money? Are there other opportunities to make money? Are there other opportunities to even communicate my value to other people? So, so there's so many different themes that you can attach to, to Venus. So it may not be a time during that period to go like full throttle and you know launch and try and, and make money, but it could be a time to say, okay, this is what I've done over the last several months, let me look at maybe better ways to refine my offers or to refine who I'm speaking to and refine how I'm communicating my value. Just, just kind of as an example, Venus is going to be in your eighth house, which is an interesting house. It's, um, it's, it's all different things. Transformation. Oh, transformation. So like death, rebirth from like the, a, a transformation perspective 
It's also shared resources. So that could mean the money between you and your husband's partner, um, significant other. It also involves inheritances. So, so Venus is moving through there and you don't have any natal planets in there, but you know, there could be some money things that kind of come up during that period. And then maybe as it's retrograding, there could be some money, you know, discussions and reviews, again, as it relates to inheritances or the money between you and your husband. Your Interesting. Marriage. Yeah. Interesting. I love yeah. that. Okay. Well, this is, you know, it's so fascinating to me. And I just had um, a girl on the podcast and she wrote a book called All Signs Point to Paris. And the book is written, you would love this, Barbara. The book is written, each chapter is one of the houses. Mm-hmm. And she built, oh. she, it's a memoir. She has this whole book because she went to an astrologer and the astrologer told her that she was going to marry or be with a guy with this exact birth date. And he was born in Paris. And so she went on a trip to Paris to try to find this guy. And it's this whole kind of sex in the city, like amazing story of at the time, uh, her father was passing away. There's like some grief, you know, there's all these different things going on. And it's just because she followed that magic. She went on this amazing journey. This astrologer is really like a famous person. And, you know, some, a lot of people have been to her, but it, but it was an amazing journey. And the whole book is written, like, basically <laughs> you would love it. Cause the whole book is written, written based on astrology, but there's a it. certain magic. I feel like when there you is. kind of lock into so let's talk about that a little. There's a certain magic when you kind of lock into some of the things you're talking about and you use that to transform yourself. And it's not like you don't look at any one thing. It's it's I'll call it multidimensional, right? So you so I look at where the plant where the planet is in which house in what sign, what it's called an aspect, what aspect it's making to another planet in um your chart. Is it a challenging aspect or is it a harmonious aspect. And then again, adding that other layer of, okay, what's happening right now? Because what's happening right now can, can also affect the landscape of what's currently, currently in your chart. You can't just look at it with a single lens. You have to look at all of the different moving, the static part of it, I'll call it the static part of it, which doesn't change, which is your chart. And then the things that are are moving around. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's really, that's, well, yeah. tell me, how can people play with you, Barbara? How can people work with you? What kind of things do you offer? Because I know you have some cool things. Yeah. So, um, well, I don't know when this is going to air, but, um, I do have, I do hold master classes so that I educate people a little bit more. I have one on February 23rd, which is tomorrow. And, um, so I do master classes. Um, my website has all of my astrology offerings. So if somebody just wants a natal chart reading and what I do that I think most people that have had readings before have not had is a real in-depth. I give people a 35 page document. It is the best. It is the best. 35 page, leave no stone unturned, astrological look at yourself. It's amazing. So, so I do, I do readings. Um, and I also, I also do coaching right now. I'm also offering a, um, co-create your 2023 with astrology. So I'm helping people plan out their year 
plus because some of these some of these energies are going to be around beyond 2023. And so helping them to exactly what I said before, what 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 area of life do you want to put more emphasis on because of where the planetary energies are going to be? What areas of life might be a little bit more challenging? What areas of life might you just want to like, you know, just chill out? What might come up that you need to put some focus and attention on? So what I'm finding is that people are, I use the word blindsided, but having that vision allows them to know what to do and and when like how so, to pivot and how to pivot exactly so everything's on my website uh okay barbara it's on to the speed round so i'm going to ask you some questions and whatever comes to your mind barbara and you've got oh my goodness okay snappy, snappy east coast mind so i know you're going to have some amazing answers what does it mean to you to be a warrior woman because you are sister oh my gosh never giving up and no matter how hard you fall or how many times you fall, you keep getting up. I love that. What about a mantra or a quote that you live by? Nothing changes if nothing changes. Ooh, let's talk about that. What does that mean? Nothing changes if nothing changes. So where we want, we want change. Like if, if we're not happy with our current circumstances, if we stay the same, if we don't change something, nothing changes. So nothing changes if nothing changes. And it usually starts with us. We have to make the change. We have to change ourselves. Yeah. And it's funny how people really like to ignore that because <laughs> they just want to sit in their same thing and say, why is this happening? And it's like, well, you're not changing. <laughs> so or, they, or they want some somebody else to change or right. some other circumstance to change. Right. But, you know, the job to change. Well, you have to make the change. Absolutely. What makes you feel unstoppable? Oh, well, my son and my Jupiter are conjunct, <laughs> which means they're close together. So I have a lot of spunk and I have a lot of energy. You know, I have to say I'm working with my clients. Like just when I hear how much clarity they've gotten from this work that I do, how much more confidence they get with this work that I do, it makes me unstoppable and want, and just want to reach more people with it. I love that. What are you most proud of? My kids, they're back living with me. And, um, you know, from some of our, um, interactions in, in the group, it, it's been a rough road. It's been a rough road with my kids since the divorce, since the divorce was initiated and they went through a really rocky period and they're back with me and they're doing really well. And they've, they've been resilient and they've been, I was living alone for almost a year and they've come back and I feel like this new home of mine is complete with them. Oh, I love that. What keeps you going when you're feeling lost? You want to know the truth? I do. Astrology. Because <laughs> I can see, I can get clarity. I can see that it's just a moment in time. It's just a moment in time. That's it. And so I can see what's going to be going on literally in May, like how maybe some things are a little slow now and how where things are going to pick up and accelerate and give me that drive again in, in May, for example. 
Well, I guess it's reassuring too, right? Because it's kind of like everything is temporary. You know, if you're feeling like you're in a midlife crisis, which we've already learned is really a spiritual awakening. Yes, it is. In the middle of your spiritual awakening, at least you have answers. Like, right. You feel like you're like, oh, that's why. Right. So it's reassuring. Yes. I mean, I can give you a really quick example. Um, And this is somebody who's younger going through her first Saturn return. She was like, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with me, Barbara. No, no, there's nothing wrong with you. And it's this, this energy is in her first house of self. So it's hitting her a little harder than maybe somebody else. So it's, it's, it's validating and it's normalizing some of the things that we go through. I love that. I love that. What's exciting you the most right now? Spring's coming. Spring's coming. And I live near the beach. That's what's exciting me. I can't wait to get my beach pass. (laughs) I love it. So you're going to, do you like spending time like hanging out on the beach? Are you a beach girl? Yes. So um, one of the things that I quote unquote manifested, I I think I've shared this in our, in our, in our group too. Um, In my one year vision, when I was going through the divorce, it was I want to, I want to move closer to the ocean and I live closer to the ocean in the town of ocean. And last year was the first time I ever, I've been living in New Jersey for 25 years. It was the first year I ever got myself a beach pass. So I'm down at the, I was at the beach this morning. I walk on, I walk Asbury park and I have a beach pass to ocean grove. So I'm there all year round, which if I lived 15, 20 minutes away where I used to live, I wouldn't have such easy access. So with the weather coming, you know, springs in the air, I'm feeling it. And um, that's what's I love that. Well, Barbara, thank you so much for coming on today and illuminating what astrology really is and how you can actually use it and what things actually mean. It's so fascinating to me and I cannot believe how much you know. <laughs> and listen, <laughs> like remember, it's a lot. Remember, it's not a midlife crisis. It's a spiritual awakening. Uh, that is going to be the title of this episode, 1000%. And it makes me feel better. I have to tell you. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining me for today. And remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And if you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star written review. This is the Conversations with Warrior Women podcast with me, Liz Swadek. Remember, every woman has a story. You just need to ask her. Bye, everyone. <laughs>